Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Hernan Vasquez. Hernan, you're the founder and CEO of Hernan Vasquez Media LLC. You're the author of Perpetual Profits and the winner of the 2022 Comic Club Award. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's really good to be here. Really now, how'd you get, yeah, how did you get into paid ads and, and why? Why go there? So this was like, I've been doing digital marketing for 10 years now, 10, 11 years. You've seen now. some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, and with my first company that we launched, uh, it was uh, Semantic Mastery, which is the company that we got the Two Comma Club Award with today, uh, this, this year. Um, we launched our first digital product six, seven years ago. And, uh, and, you know, we needed, we needed traffic. We needed like leads and sales and all of that to our own funnels. Yeah. So I kind of decided to go the paid ads route and I've been doing that, you know, for the past six, six years now. So, you know, it's been, it's been quite a ride. It's been quite a ride. Yeah. Um, and so eventually just, uh, you know, again, just so people know you've actually been, uh, you've had the opportunity to work with Frank Kern now for two and a half years. Uh, how did that connection happen? So well, actually, yeah. And then uh, and Grant Cardone as well. Uh, mm -hmm. can, can you kind of explain that relationship? For sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I being a big fan of Frank Kern since I started pretty much, you know, 10 years ago. And, um, and I've been following him, uh, you know, around for a while. And basically all of the connections that I did with people that I wanted to work with or that, you know, people that are in the position that I want to be in a couple of years from now uh, has always been from the perspective of, hey, I'll add as much value as possible to whatever it is that you're doing or completely free, right? Mm -hmm. That was the whole deal. And, uh, and that's how the connection, the connection happens. So more specifically on his and he, he had launched his Frank Kern Inner Circle. And uh, I became a part of that, of his mem monthly membership. And I became really, really helpful on his Facebook group. And I was helping people left and right. And I was doing a lot of, uh, a lot of um, helping them. And then one of his team members reached out and said, hey, dude, do you want to become a moderator of the Facebook group since you're so active? Uh, we'll comp your Inner Circle fee, whatever. Wow. And I said, yeah, sure. That, that's cool. <laughs> why, why not? And then because I was already doing that. And then at some point they decided to launch uh, a, a marketing agency and Frank and his team knew because of how much I was helping people on the, on the Facebook group that I was running ads for my own things, for my own um, companies, but also for some clients. And they invited me to jump on board. Um, at that point, this was like, yeah, almost three and a half ago. Um, Frank had another person managing his, his ads and that other person, like after six months that I was there left. So there was a void, right. To be filled. And I kind of jump in to manage, manage the ads and manage the ads of Frank Kern, the, the company itself. Yeah. All, you know, all the while, while running ads for Frank's clients and then helping building the agency last year. Or so, but it was like, everything was based on giving insane amounts of 
value, you know, just for free because, you know, I just wanted to be in the sphere and in the, you know, the ecosystem. Here we go. Man, this is a very popular, if, if so anyone who's been listening to this show for any length of time, uh, you'll know or not what you just said right there. You know, again, success leaves clues. And, you know, when you hear something over and over and over again, you might want to take note. And what you just said there is you lead by giving tons of value and you just give, 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 give. And lo and behold, something magical happens. (laughs) That is correct. That is 100% correct. Yeah. So, um, and again, so if there's somebody, and just to make sure I drive home this point, um, you got the attention of Frank and Grant, um, and, and was it just based on your results as a meritocracy, or what else did you do to stand out? That's actually a good point. I think that, I think that it was a lot about giving a lot of value, like, you know, work ethic as well, because you can give a lot of value, then you need to, uh, then you need to come through, right? Then you need to kind of jump in and swim with the sharks pretty much, mm-hmm. which is how most of the high level people that I know operate is that, hey, that's awesome. Hey, here's a bunch of stuff for you to do. Go ahead and do it and bring back a good result. So it was a lot of, a lot of that. And I also think that it, it was a little bit of, uh, of also, you know, personal branding as well. Like I was listening to the videos that you sent before the, the calls, which are awesome, by the way, you know, they're, they're super, super helpful. And uh, one of the things that, that stand out was the fact that, you know, you need to build your authority because, you know, if, if somebody is going to check you out, they want to see, hey, what do you do, mm-hmm. where you're at, what type of results you're getting, but also, you know, like basically they're going to check you out. So I think that that was, a, that was also a big player, I would say, uh, in, terms of, in terms of getting to work with them, like, you know, understanding that I had value to give, but I was also paying attention to those details, right? So paying attention to you as a personal brand as a whole, I think it's a big, it's a big thing. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So what is like, you know, again, and a lot has changed in 2020. uh, um, But what do you think uh, works today? uh, And what do you think is going to work in the future when it comes to paying for visibility? Right. That's a, that's a, that's actually a great question. I I love that. And I'm a paid, I'm a paid guy, right? I'm a, I'm a paid media. I'm I'm an advertising guy. And, um, Again, like last year, we helped 250 plus clients. Most of them were small business owners. And we applied this um, approach to advertising over and over and over again, which is build an audience through goodwill, through content, right? You can accelerate that rate of consumption uh, when you have videos, video content out there that is helpful to the people that you want to reach out to Mm. through something like video views campaign. Uh, video views campaign on Facebook ads specifically on Instagram. They're super cheap right now. They're really, really inexpensive. They allow you to build a big audience with the, the content that you're already putting out. Um, and they're, they're inexpensive because people are not leaving Facebook, right? And Facebook rewards you for advertise with, you know, for you to advertise people not leaving Facebook. That increases the engagement of your ads. There's a lot of, uh, you know, mechanical reasons why you should be doing that. And uh, that allows you to build an audience. Uh, basically on Facebook, you can create custom audiences, right? And you can put people in different buckets. So if they consume, let's say that you have a a podcast episode of 30 minutes. If somebody consumes 30 seconds of that podcast episode on Facebook, and if somebody consumes 95% of that episode on Facebook as well, 
the you know there there there's like a light year of distance in terms of engagement, right? Like how engaged they are with your brand. So what we do is we develop this strategy for again a lot of small business owners that they didn't have they didn't have huge budgets to go after, and uh, what we notice is that once we started like developing the conversion campaigns, the retargeting campaigns, we would put people into these buckets and then we will show them additional content A, but B, we will show them conversion ads, right? Com uh, ads that will drive them to uh, take action, whatever that is, like become a lead online or book a call or download a free book or buy a, you know, buy a product from an e-commerce or whatever that is. Um, we noticed that the, the amount like the, the the amount of closing that people will have on the phone will increase the yeah. average order value of any funnel will go up the lifetime value of customers will go up the lifetime value and the average order value on e-commerce e stores will go up so um so that's basically this two-step approach where you're really trying to stand out like a lot of small businesses and even like entrepreneurs are pivoting to this online world right after this thing happened um, I think that that's one of the fastest, easiest, and most like budget-wise, um, um, you know, approaches or, or strategies that you can apply to actually build your brand, build your business, and get you know a lot of goodwill in the marketplace, but also convert and increase your bottom line. If that makes sense. Right. Right. So. Um, so again, if I understand correctly, then. Um, it's I, I think a lot of marketers historically, like if we look at a very traditional click funnels kind of approach is like, okay, so I'm gonna throw these ads in front of people, then I'm gonna get them to opt in on a lead magnet, then I'm gonna throw them in front of a tripwire, then I'm gonna try and sell my thing. And it's just kind of sell, 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 sell. Right. Um, it, it And so are you suggesting maybe a little bit longer relationship building approach in, in many cases then? Yes, yes, 100%. So basically you can still do that. That's still effective to a degree. Like, you know, most people, it also depends on how sophisticated your market is, but you know, most people, they already know, oh, well, this is a lead magnet. Now I'm going to give you my email. You're going to give me this free PDF and you're going to bombard my, you know, inbox with stuff. And then on the next page, I'm going to see a sales letter and all of that. So people already know that. So what we do on this case is we build a relationship before they even hit our ClickFunnels page or our sales page. Mm -hmm. So we build a relationship like most advertisers, as you correctly saying, they go for the kill right away, right? The, the usual direct response approach in advertising, which is I'm going to put this ad in front of people that based on their behaviors, they're shown that they're interested in, I don't know, Tony Robbins, right? Um, and that works. That still works to a degree. Uh, but if we're building their relationship before they even hit your website, right. that allows you to think long-term. That allows you to get people that are potentially ready to buy over the next 90, 120, 180 days, even next year, right? And you're nurturing those people. If you're seeing like, and, and that's something that I saw at the highest level, like for instance, with Grant, with Grant Cardone, he will be super, super. He just um, promotes a lot of content. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he will be super bullish on content, super bullish, like really, really bullish on on, on content and awareness. Like on mm -hmm. some cases, we were, it was funny because we are hardcore direct response advertisers, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And they're all about, and they're all about um, exposure, exposure, exposure. Yeah. Right? Initially, I think that we launched an ad on, on, I think it was CNBC or something like that. Yeah, and we spent $150,000 for the agency and, you know, 
and we didn't see, I, I mean, it's not that we didn't see any return. We couldn't track, right? We couldn't track the return on that. So it was like that school of thought, which is, hey, let's just get exposure, massive awareness. Mm. And our school of thought, which is every dollar needs to be accountable, right? Yeah. Track to track an ROI. So it was, it was funny to see the different like approaches to advertising, which are both valid, but we're kind of in between in the middle. Hey, create awareness, like go ahead, build that relationship before people hit your first page so that by the time they hit your first page, then your lead magnet conversions will go up, your tripwire conversions will go up, people will yeah. spend more company and all of that. So. Hernan, would you uh, um, would you recommend that uh, people just put longer form video on Facebook, or or what content seems to work best? Yeah, great question. Like, so, so so what I'm thinking is like, look, you don't need to click on anything. Just hang out here for a second. Let me give you something. Remember my name. <laughs> it seems to be the approach, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, one hundred percent. So there are basically two stages of this content right, that we're putting out. We're putting out punchier, shorter content that uh, most of the time it doesn't have any other call to action that, hey, if you find this helpful, just share it with people, right? And that first level, top of funnel type of content that we have, it's usually what we're seeing that it works the best are vertical videos, like recorded selfie style like this with your phone, right? Vertically. Mm-hmm. So vertically like this, selfie style with your phone and uh, that they're up to two minutes long. So it's a quick tip, a quick, you know, insight, something that is pretty, you know, pretty easily consumed. And, and then once people consume that piece of content, then again, we put them in a bucket and, uh, and we show them longer form content. Like for instance, podcast interviews, if you mm. do a webinar from time to time, if you're like going, if you're doing a live stream on your Facebook page that are usually like 30, 45 min- minutes long and whatnot, those are like second stage type of content. And again, that's, that's what we're seeing after testing, you know, with, with a decent amount of, of money on, on budget and advertising. So if you can like literally put out, like sit down, put out vertical videos with your phone, Facebook and Instagram are also, um, are also um, social networks. That means that the production quality doesn't need to be like huge, like for instance, yeah. on YouTube or LinkedIn, right. you know, that, the production quality needs to be there. Uh, but on, on, on Facebook, you can like, get away with cheaper production quality, if you would, because people are on social media, right? They're, they're just hanging out. They're seeing, you know, they're, they're seeing pictures and whatnot. Uh, so that's what we're seeing, if that makes sense, in terms of content. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of style, you, you want to mimic the style of video that, that people watch. And it's usually, you know, if it's their friend posting something, it's going to be vertical. Uh, you know, it's going to be, hey, you know, and it's just, you know, more... Um, you know, what, what appears more kind of on the fly, not heavily produced. Um, do you, um, I, I guess when I look at how I consume content on Facebook, I, you know, when I see that it's sponsored or it's an ad, I naturally just kind of put my guard up a little bit like, okay, what are you going to sell me? Right, right. Yeah, for sure. And that happens a lot. And that happens like due to the fact that usually the ad that you're seeing that's a sponsor is trying to sell you something. Right. right. But if you are really have, not, have nothing to sell, like other than, hey, I'm going to provide you as much value as possible. And then you might decide to buy my stuff like three months from now or 30 days from now. Um, I think that that kind of break breaks the pattern, if you would. Mm-hmm. In, like in and of itself, the, the, the content format, it's a pattern interrupt, which, you know, yeah. it helps a lot when it comes to, oh, well, this guy like actually helped me in two, three, five minutes. 
And he didn't ask anything in return other than, hey, like, if you feel this is helpful, just go ahead and share it. Um, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. That's, that's not how many people do Facebook ads, Yeah, you know? Uh, so what about, um, I'd say, uh, the, the, the level business wise of, you know, if you're, if you're selling B2B and you're selling a $25,000 product, my experience is it's pretty tough to sell to a really successful type A high achieving, you know, business owner on social media. Um, I mean, I guess the best you can do is just brand awareness, right? Right. It's not like they're going to, you know, I personally, like, I'm not going to spend any time watching somebody's webinar or read their drip campaign or any of that stuff. I'm just too busy. I've been around marketing too long. Like I'm, I'm too jaded. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. And it also depends on how sophisticated your, your, demographic is right if you're mm-hmm. if you're selling marketers to marketer then you, they're going to be judging you not only because of the content but also because of your delivery and all of that so it's the toughest possible thing to do but here's the thing so last year i was helping a so yeah it was last year and this year as well so we were helping a high-end luxury you know a luxury store they were doing like handmade luxury rings that they were like you know, anywhere up to $150,000 for a ring yeah. and people will need to come in and people will need to, you know, make an appointment because everything was handmade and whatnot. And the person running the store, the jewelry uh, store, they knew that it was a long sales cycle, right? But there were, there were a couple of things that we were able to do on Facebook, right? When it comes to B2B and when it comes to high ticket type of, um, you know, deals, is that the content pieces, what you're saying in the content is really important. Like Frank, Frank Turner would always say, you cannot hunt whales with minnow bait, you know? So you can we say that again, you cannot hunt not, whales with minnow bait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the type of content that you're putting out, right? That the, what you're saying in the ads, it's really, really important. So when you, when you're basing everything based on a content strategy, the, the way we, we call it the dog whistle or the call out, right? If you're calling out the, the marketplace in the right way, there's a high chance that they will, they will respond from a content perspective, you know? So what we did on that case was, of course, we were, we were targeting like high-end luxury boutique brands on the Facebook ads, but also we were showcasing the jewelry. And what was interesting about that is that, hey, like he, he wasn't even trying to sell you anything, right? He mm-hmm. was like, this is the jewelry. This is how we do it. This is our process, et cetera, et cetera. If you want to have a conversation, just click the link below. If you want, if you want to have a conversation, here's our number, call us. And that was the entire lead generation campaign for him. And it worked really well just because he, he wasn't even trying, you know. On some cases, like also I helped a, um, uh, an investment fund find um, really high level institutional investment through Facebook ads. And he had a lead magnet and he had an Amazon book as well. And all around the advertising was about, hey, by the way, if you're interested in this, go get my Amazon book. He wasn't even trying to sell you anything like go, you know, go schedule on my calendar. It was a, he wasn't even trying, right? But the content was, sched- was set up in a way that he was talking straight and directly to whales, right? Mm. So that's basically what we're trying to do. So if I talk to you about saving time if i talk to you about hey you know you can be more productive you can hire that team that you that or that team member that you really always needed and if if we're talking about freeing up your time if we're talking about that 
then some content will resonate better than other type of content. So you need to be really adamant about who you're talking to and what are you saying in the content so that at the end of the funnel, you will have people that are qualified to buy from you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, So Hernan, I think um, Frank Kern um, kind of famously um, hit pause on uh, Facebook advertising um, during COVID-19, kind of well-known. Um, what's, what's your opinion on that? And, and where do you see, uh, like, what, what do you see happening when it comes to Facebook ad agencies as an industry over the next year or so? Yeah, yeah, great question. So, so basically, like, during COVID-19, uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to what we were doing with Frank, we were, like, you know, advertising heavily on our end, mostly because what we see, what we saw is that the CPMs, the cost to advertise on Facebook went, went down dramatically. So during that time, we were like, you know, Hey guys, go ahead and advertise. If you're building audiences, this is the time. If you're, you know, trying to be helpful, this is the time because people are in their houses. It's cheaper to advertise on Facebook since forever, because always, you know, it has been going up. The cost to advertise on Facebook has been going up historically. Uh, But during those two to three months, uh, now CPMs are going kind of back to normal. And during November, I think that it's going to be like hard to advertise because it's like people are trying to, and entrepreneurs are trying to make up for that lost time, you know? Yeah. So on that case, like we were advertising heavily. Now I do think that agencies like anyone else, like agencies that were depending on a vertical, and let's say that you were only servicing chiropractors, you know, mm-hmm. they, they took a hit. Some other agencies, you know, that they were servicing like e-commerce stores, uh, they, they saw a huge bump in, in sales and ad spend and all of that. So I think it's a matter of maybe diversifying a little bit because, you know, if something comes out that will hit dropshippers or, you know, people having e-commerce stores and all of that, then your agency might be affected as well. So maybe having a, di- a diversity of clients, you know, I'm a big fan of going in into a vertical, but we've seen that when you're going into a vertical, you're really exposed to the risks of that vertical. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. That there's a lot of opportunity. Again, a lot of entrepreneurs are pivoting to the online world. They are, you know, they're, they're investing more into advertising or at least they're starting to think, right? Uh, hey, how do I pivot? How do I go from this mom and pop location into the online uh, world after what happened? You know, so I think that there's a lot of uh, opportunity there. Um, so Hernan, uh, for someone who's like, man, I like this guy. I like the way he thinks. Where where would be a great place for them to continue the relationship with you? Or is there an epic piece of content that that you give away that that you'd recommend that that people um, take a look at? Yeah, for sure. So funny enough, you know, I have four plus years worth of content on my YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and, and search for my name, you can you can go there. But also, um, I just put together. A, a video on YouTube, which I'm, I'm happy to share the, the link with you, that explains the top five or six reasons why Facebook ads might not be working, specifically why Facebook ads are not being approved, why they're not getting delivery, why you know your Facebook page is not allowed to run ads, and all of that things that are pretty confusing and frustrating. So that is one piece of content that I would recommend there. But again, on that YouTube channel, there's four plus years worth of content. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. So your website is Hernan Vesquez, H-E-R-N-A-N-V-A-Z. 
quez.com should be if you click on whatever podcast app that you're listening to kind of click and look for our notes for this episode just click maybe click on the title or whatever you'll, you'll see come up there should be a hyperlink there uh that you can click on so you can pull up Hernan's website and then i'm looking i see your youtube link down in the lower left hand corner here uh so you can access all of Hernan's uh great content Hernan, thank you so much i really appreciate this Thank you. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag up my influence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.